You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Lucas Smith. This is Tuesday, December the 29th. One of my last episodes of 2020. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan. Thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in. Always much appreciated. My apologies for not getting out an episode yesterday. I know that I'm dropping to, to three days a week, um, but I still am sorry that I was unable to get an episode out yesterday. I've been had some technical difficulties and, and traveling with some family. Uh, or to see some family, rather. Um, so I was unable to, to get an episode out, so my apologies for that, but hope you all can understand. So I'll get an episode out t- today as well as tomorrow, um, and then either I'll be doing one the 31st or the 1st, but I'll be sure to keep you guys uh, updated on that. The, the graphics might be uh, a little slow this week just because I'm traveling back and forth uh, to Columbia, St. Louis, and Bloomington just um, for, some, for some different things, but uh, the shows will be released uh, three days a week at, at bare minimum, or I'm sorry, for guaranteed it will be uh, today and tomorrow, um, and then pr- either Thursday or Friday. But uh, today's episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On to get twenty percent off your next order at builtbar.com. It's a wonderful, wonderful website. But so I had a mailbag lined up for today, and then the Padres decided to ruin it all. <laughs> uh, Padres, for those of you who don't know, made a couple of different moves in the last couple of days. As I record this on Monday night, most recently, uh, they've traded for you, Darvish. Um, so most of I'll have a mailbag part one today, mailbag part two tomorrow. All the questions today are going to focus on the Padres, and tomorrow I'll focus more on the questions of um, Cardinal-specific questions like, you know, there's a question in here, um, when will the Cardinals make a move? Um, you know, just kind of frustration with the front office. So tomorrow I will deal with the frustrations of the front office. Today I'll break down some of the Padres deals, if you will. Um, or yes, I'll break down down the uh, the Padres deal. So first of all, let's talk about the Blake Snell trade. On Sunday night, Blake Snell was sent to the um, the San Diego Padres in a five player deal uh, that will send left handed pitcher Blake Snell to the West Coast in exchange for right handers Luis Patino, Cole Wilcox, and catchers Francisco Mejia and Blake Hunt, all all prospects. Uh, Patino, I think, was uh, top one of the top five prospects in, in the Padres system. Um, so I. Again, if you want more in-depth coverage, head over to Locked On Padres. Um, Javier uh, does a great job over there. Um, so for for more in-depth breakdowns, but that that deal was remarkable enough. And then Monday night, the Cardinals go ahead and or excuse me, the, I wish the Cardinals went ahead and made a, made a move, but the, um, the Padres went ahead and made another move to trade for you, Darvish. They got you, Darvish, Victor Caratini, as well. Um, you know, they, they, they got you Darvish and Victor Caratini, and they sent over prospects, none of them in the top 100, none of them in the top five in um, in the Padres' system. So, I mean, for A.J. Preller to, turn, uh, to pull this off, excuse me, is remarkable. Uh, the, the Cubs has got Zach Davies and then four prospects. Outfielder Owen Casey, who's 18, Reggie... Uh, 
Preciado, pardon me for mispronouncing that, who's 17. Ismael Mina is 18, and Yesian Santana is 20. So, the, the again, the Padres got two of the best pitchers in the game for, you know, a decent, you know, outfield hall, or prospect hall, excuse me, which is, is which is fine, but, I mean, they didn't give up, you know, anything outrageous, and they were still able to get a ton um, for for that return. Um, if you want to mourn the prospects, head over to Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh, Arm Layton, who joined the show a couple uh, episodes ago here as well. Um, but, I mean, I mean, the, the Padres pulled it off incredibly. They also signed um, Kim Hae-sung. I'm not pronouncing that wrong. So that's another thing um, that the Cardinals were, were, were missing out on. Um, so let, let's go ahead and get into uh, the, the questions. First of all, this was posted. Most, most of my responses coming in on the Instagram story, so I appreciate that. Uh, this came um, at on the, on the 26th of December. A couple of questions about Kim Hae-sung. Chances we get him uh, by, by Jack Broom or Brem, excuse me, and STL dot coverage. Um, also asked this question. The Cardinals were one of the teams to offer him a five-year contract, uh, which was reported, and I think that that was a good deal. And I thought that it, for the Cardinals to make an offer really was a win for me just because the Cardinals had such a slow off season. But for them to miss out is obviously a huge missed opportunity. And I tweeted this out. Uh, if the Cardinals keep sitting and waiting on Yachty and Wainwright, or keep w- sitting and waiting for that decision to be made, then they're going to miss out on these guys. They're going to sit and watch teams like the Padres, who already beat them in the postseason, get even better than they were last year. I mean, this is a team, the one weakness the Padres had in that series was pitching. They had injuries to Clevenger and Lamette, and they had they, they used nine or ten pitchers in Game 3 to get through those nine innings. And now they go out and get, uh, get, get Darvish and Snell. They only lose one starter, and they're still in the running for... Trevor Bauer, because of the salary, you know, they're, they're trying to dump salary. There's rumors that Cronworth and or Will Myers might be on the market. But as it stands right now on late Monday evening, and whenever you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, whatever it might be, as at the time of this recording, the Padres have gotten major league better without giving up a whole lot. And even the prospects they gave up are, are good prospects. I'm not trying to say anything against them, but my goodness, that is an incredible move by the Padres, incredible series of moves by the Padres to get elite pitching and not give up, the, you know, not give up everything. Only give up a little bit. Give up what you need to give up. And that's what they got. And the reports are coming in tonight, or Monday night, excuse me, that the Cubs are paying a little bit of the contract of, of you, Darvish, which is remarkable to me. It is just simply unbelievable it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense from the Cubs' perspective in the in the Darvish trade. But it was, I don't know. I mean, just to go back to, the, to finish at the point on Kim Hae-sung, the Cardinals, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe he's a bust and doesn't the, the talent from Korea doesn't translate. But right now, that's a huge miss. That is an absolute huge miss on St. Louis right there. Um, so thanks for, thanks for those questions. Uh, again, if you ask a question on the Instagram story, which is where I got all my questions from for these next couple episodes, uh, they will be talked about either today or, or tomorrow's episode. So there's um, a couple more questions I wanted to talk about on on the Padres. Um, uh, Phil.sgt on Instagram asked me my thoughts on the Darvish trade. Uh, Jack Nations asked if the Padres can't win with Clevenger Snell, then they need to leave San Diego. Um, 
And also another question from Shane Dunk 20. Um, again, if you didn't hear your name called or if you ask other questions, they will all be answered on tomorrow's show. But before I get to those questions on the Padres, I do need to tell you about the wonderful betonline.ag because football is coming. College football heads into bowl season. There are some big matchups this weekend. The NFL regular season is finishing up with the player playoff picture becoming more clear each and every day. There's one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, that I trust, here at the Locked On Podcast Network. That is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. That means if you put in $50 with that code, they'll give you an extra $25. Or if you put in $100, they'll give you an extra $50 to get started to get you winning some more money. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And again, that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. You can also visit our good friends and executive partners at, at betonline underscore AG on social media to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag bet online. And the new and improved Built Bars, even more delicious than before. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors. My favorite is cookies and cream, as you all know, and I cannot talk about that thing enough. 12 original flavors range from coconut almond to raspberry to banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel coconut, peanut butter brownie, and more. They're all soft and easy to chew, and they're all covered 100% in chocolate. But just because they're covered in chocolate does not mean they're not healthy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet if you happen to be on it. Right now, you can get a 20% off by using the promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for your delicious treat of 20% off at BuiltBar.com. So once again, to remind everybody, the the show will be uh, released released today, uh, Tuesday, and then the next one will be released on Wednesday, um, talking about the mailbag that, that you guys sent in, the questions you guys sent in, and then uh, the next two episodes, or the next episode, uh, for my three for the week, will either be on Thursday or Friday. I will be sure to communicate with that to you on social media. Be sure to stay locked on to my social media accounts. LJ Fastball is the personal Twitter. LO underscore Cardinals is the show Twitter and show Instagram as well. But let's get to the final couple questions here on the Padres uh, that, that were sent in. And it, once again, last time I'll say it, um, if you asked a question that you haven't heard on today's show, listen to tomorrow's show. Uh, it will it will be answered. So we'll start off with Shane Dunk 20. Um, the team we should have added two so young guys, the team that be, that we should have beat added two so young guys. Why can't we be aggressive? I'm basically saying the team that the Cardinals really should have beaten. If you look at Game Three, you might want to make you could make that argument without a doubt, um, especially when you have Flaherty on the mound. Uh, why can't the Cardinals be aggressive? And uh, Shane, I, you know, I assume that's your first name. I'm sorry, sorry if it's not, but I, I think that the bottom line really is they're not being aggressive because they're waiting on Wainwright and Molina. And again, I'll address that, you know, the frustration with the front office a little bit more in tomorrow's episode. But they're not being aggressive because they're they're waiting. They're sitting on their hands and they're waiting. And I'm not trying to be too negative because I think, you know, in general, there's too much hate in this world. But I think that the front office and she'll get too much hate. But I really do think that, the you know, I will be negative here. and will be a little bit critical in saying that they need to get off their hands. They need to, to, to get up and make some moves because 
even though the NL Central is getting weaker by the minute or so it seems, um, th- this is not going to be an easy division to win by any means. And, you know, the, the, uh, I mean, the Cardinals need to make moves. And, the, you know, the Cardinals don't play for division championships. I'm in my room at, at home right now, and I'm staring at my um, uh, my window curtain, and it's it was stitched by my grandmother. It's got all the World Series years on it. From 1926 all the way to 2011. That's what the, that's what this franchise plays for. So this team might be good enough to win the division, maybe. But this is not a World Series team right now, so they need to get off. You know, they, they need to realize that Molina and Wainwright aren't a bigger priority as they think they are. And I already talked about this a lot, so I'll, I'll move on a little bit. But that's why they're not being aggressive. A combination of, of that and, you know, the, maybe they're trying to cut payroll, lower their budget, don't have as much money to spend, whatever it might be. That, that, that's why they're not being aggressive, and it's unfortunate. Uh, Phil.SGT, Phil Sargent, I believe that's what that stands for. Thoughts on the Darvish trade? Did the Cubs get ripped off with the return? I think ripped off is, is tough, and it, it is tough to judge trades like this. Um, it, it's always difficult to judge a trade immediately after it happens. But Sean Sears of Locked on Cubs that I've had on my show um, a number of times said um, that this was his gut reaction as well. Um, said, makes me concerned to see what they could get for Chris Bryant. This is a pure salary dump. Um, so that, that was what Sean shows. And if you want his uh, take on it, head over to Locked On ML, or Locked On Cubs, excuse me. But I think that the return is interesting, just because Darvish had one of the best years you, you'll ever see. Um, he was a Cy Young contender. Some argue that he, sh- you know, should have won the Cy Young. So the, the return, in terms of just recency, is a little bit of a shock. Um, but you know, you Darvish is getting a little bit up there in age that caused you for you know, maybe a little bit of a concern. He is 34, and so maybe that's why the return wasn't as heavy because because of that age and, and the contract as well. But again, the Cubs ate some of that contract, which is, why, which is why it makes it hard for me to qualify this as just a pure salary dump. Because if it's a pure salary dump, then you, you tend to not pay that contract. And at this time, it's not been reported as to how much they're actually paying. Um, but even if you're paying any of it at all, um, that might be the reason for the, what the return is, but I don't think they got ripped off. And again, these 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 guys that they got back are 18, 17, 20 years old, so it, it's extremely difficult to judge the winner and loser. I mean, obviously, Snell and Darvish haven't even thrown a pitch, haven't even put on the uniform yet, so it's remarkably difficult to put a winner or loser on this trade. Um, um, but my, the gut reaction definitely is, wow, the, the Cubs did not get the kind of return they thought or that, that I think they should have gotten especially with the the numbers Darvish has put up. But he's gotten better as the last couple of years have gone on. So it is interesting to me that Darvish, or that the return was so light. Uh, rip, ripped off, like I said, is a bit of a stretch, but I do think that that, that is uh, an interesting point, an interesting thing to keep track of as time moves on as to what these prospects do for Chicago and what the Darvish does for the Padres. Last um, question um, on the Padres trade that I'll discuss for today's episode comes from Jack Nations. Uh, says, if the Padres can't win with Clev, Snell, then they need to leave San Diego. <laughs> um, no, he's, he's got a point. The, the Padres need to win, and I think that, you know, we'll, we'll see in March and April, um, and we will see when the season gets started if these moves do pay off. But I, I do think that this is good for San Diego. This is good for that franchise to have a little movement. And bottom line, this is good for baseball to have a little bit of a frenzy, to have a little bit of movement, something to talk about, um, something to be excited about for next year, and hopefully that this gets the hot stove burning because you know on LB Network you look at the the ticker at the bottom of all of the free agents that are still out there and you're like wow, it's 
almost 2021 and you have all these free agents that some of them I didn't even know they were free agents because they didn't have any rumors about them. So bottom line, this is good for baseball that all these guys are um, are being traded. Obviously, Locked On Cardinals host myself would like to see a little bit more movement in the Cardinals' direction. But again, for any more detailed breakdown, Locked On Cubs, Sean does a great job. Locked On Cubs, or Locked On Padres, excuse me, Javi does a great job. Locked On MLB, Sully Sullivan will have everything you need to know about baseball. And one more Locked On plug before we get out of here. Um, betting on... The Cardinals does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Best podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Best podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm subscribed. I listen to it every day. They're great. Um, and they're really helping me kind of learn the sports betting game. That's all I've got for Tuesday's episode. Be sure to tune back in tomorrow and I answer more of your guys' questions. This time a little bit more frustrating questions and I will give my frustration as well. But until I talk to you again, stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.